Welcome everyone, this is Teresa Gonzalez with Latinas from the Block to the Boardroom. I am the founder of 5E Leadership and Marketing, and this is the podcast, Latinas from the Block to the Boardroom. I want to start off as a business mini three. This will be centered around equity with all the COVID-19 pandemic and also post-protest. I'd like us to start on a positive pathway, if possible, to move forward in community. And how do we do that? By understanding what equity means for our community. But this is my love letter to corporate America around equity. So let's listen and understand what equity means for our community and how we can ask for justice. So please remember to subscribe on all your podcasting platforms, but our website, latinasb2b.com, Please sign up for our newsletter, which will have a lot of information moving forward about resources and businesses that are going to be successful in post-COVID-19. So hola, mi gente. This is the love letter to corporate America. And I want to begin by saying I am very appreciative of the community that has supported me through this podcast and continues to support me and my guests that come on this show I want to explain that why I am going to talk about equity, which is one of the five E's in the foundation of my business of 5E leadership and marketing. Equity is so important to our community. And this is why I want to speak to you and to corporate America. If you're listening, because I know we got some spies out there, what that means to our community. And I'm going to start off by saying and amplify the words of Kimberly Jones, who spoke so eloquently about why we should just burn this bitch to the ground. It's because we don't own anything. We don't. And as much as we try, it's still this golden ring that is so far from us. Yet we go round and round on the merry-go-round to capture that golden ring. Once we get the ring, we try to throw it into that hole where we know we're going to make things light up and it's going to be special for everybody. But in these recent protests, we have to talk about another piece that we're still fighting for our rights. And we can't let that diminish in the COVID-19 pandemic and also within the protest. My heart goes out to the families and to all the people that are risking their lives in this pandemic. But we cannot survive if we are not working. And we are the essential workers in Comunidad, in Latinx, and in the Black communities of keeping this economy going. So I want to talk about a specific area and equity in this area. And it's all around contract workers. Contract workers is a dirty little secret in corporate America. And I was a contract worker. But this was later in my days of being in tech for 20 years. It didn't matter how much experience I had. It was due to age, experience, and then also my color and being a woman of color. So let's talk about how farm workers put food on our table. Of course you do. We know how the food gets there. It doesn't come from all over the world. It's here in California on the backs and sweat of people that are digging in the dirt to pull up those strawberries and the potatoes and pulling the corn and all these things that put food on our tables. 
and also the drivers that deliver it and all the takeout and the delivery and the Amazon gifts that you bring because you're bored. Trust me, we've all been there. This is a privilege, but the people that are keeping this economy going are the people that have no equity, equity in business, okay? And I'm going to talk about that. So what is a contract worker? The farm workers are basically somewhat contract workers. They're paid a low wage. They have no benefits, but they do get some benefits only here in California. They are provided some benefits. Oh, let's see what that is. An outside toilet. Mm, In 110 degree weather, they're out there picking food for us. So let's just remember that when you get your cantaloupes and your watermelons and your strawberries. Okay. And they have an outside porta potty and they have plastic containers full of ice and they just have maybe a overhead shade for them to not be baking in the sun. These are things I want you to think about because we're hardworking people. We're hardworking people. And I know the black community understands this because when we talk about the South, they know what that means. And this is where I want to bring both of our communities together. We have to understand the struggle together and support each other. And that's what I want to do in this equity love letter to corporate America. So let's talk again about the contract worker. Google, Amazon, Facebook are among the largest in technology. We know they're global. And these companies are putting the standard for contract workers in other businesses. And again, like Kimberly Jones says, we don't own anything. The question is to ask why. Why are we contract workers? Why are we not given a full-time job? As I said, I was a contract worker at Google and Facebook. And we have to understand that the legislation bills that are going to come up here in California, the AB5, this will set the stage for many companies to provide basic services for contract workers, such as healthcare, workman's comp, a fair living wage, all the things that a full-time employee will be designated. But contract workers don't get that. So I'm going to dive a little deeper into why equity for contract workers matter. And this is for people of color that are working in tech. I wanna talk about wealth distribution and what it creates for people to get hired in Silicon Valley. We know that wealth distribution, there's a huge gap. Technology provides us the opportunity to close the wealth gap in community. There is so much money in technology. I know this firsthand because I worked in it for so long. I understand what it means to have a nice size 401k, to start saving money, to be able to purchase a house. You know, these are things that a lot of us struggle to get, and we can't get that. Why? Because of the systemic institution of oppression and racism that also exists in corporate America. I love business. I am a business owner. I present business to my community as something we need to acknowledge that we need to own. And how can I help you get to a higher level in your business? 
You know, Nipsey Hussle got it right when he bought the block down in South Central L.A. and created storefronts for the community. He understood what it meant to own the block, to have equity, to provide services, and what that meant for community. It means you have a leg to stand up on. It means you have a foundation to build upon. That's what I'm getting at with Silicon Valley and the technology industry. You know, people are hired as contract workers and they're given a status. They're hired through a third party where you sign lots and lots of documents where you are not going to go after the company for sexual harassment. You are not going to divulge any of the harsh realities that you see on the platforms as traumatizing as it might be. And this is in Facebook. You know, all the predatory and countries, you know, they're looking at for new products and services. And this is through Google. There are things they don't want you to see. And I've said this in podcasts, too, when I talk about serving the tea on tech. We touch lightly on the racism and the systemic oppression there, but it's a real thing with all the riots that have happened, and we talk about why we don't own anything. When you hire 54% of your workforce at Google as contract workers who don't get full benefits, they don't get stock options, and they can't get that golden ring to own something and to have that monetary value to buy a house, to save money, to put their kids in a private school, or to even save money for college, right? We don't have those things. Or to invest in communities so that we can help lift each other up. These are systemic reasons and equity is a huge factor in technology that we need to acknowledge. So what I'm referring to in tech is, again, the incredible amounts of money that go into tech. We have one of the highest housing markets, expensive. We have one of the highest expensive housing markets here in the Bay Area, in the world, I would say. So when you talk about people that come from Central California or the central of America that have tech skills and they want to, you know, have a shot at Google or they want a shot at Facebook or Apple or all these big fang companies, they're not going to make it. If they do, they have to know somebody. They've had to have an elite degree. They've had to have social capital within their network to get them an in. Otherwise, it is so hard. And this is how you build your network. But when you build your network, how can you get in if you don't have a lot of the resources that your family doesn't have as other families do? I know when I interviewed at Google for a job, which I had loads of experience for in the healthcare industry, and I saw the person that got hired in the position I applied for, she had an English degree. But she went to a one of the top 10 private schools and she was on the crew for that school. So I'm like, oh, there must be something there. I'm like, I have loads of healthcare experience. I've been in healthcare and tech for the last 10 years. And this person only has an English degree and they got the job. That person was white, by the way, and they were female, blonde haired and blue eyed. So When you try to tell me that there is no hiring bias and that 
there is some kind of systemic, I want you to look like me and let's pair the team with a cultural fit, which by the way, I was told why my contract did not get renewed because I was not a cultural fit at Facebook. And I couldn't sue for that. There's no backlash for that. But I have to say, I'm very thankful for that because that's how I started my business and why I'm talking about this on the podcast. So I'm going to say my heart was broken by you, Silicon Valley. I loved you. I loved you so much. I stayed in the business. I put up with so much shit just so that I could have parity and equity in what I wanted to do. But you know what? I got burned out. I got burned out on the politics. I got burned out on the hour and a half commute one way down to Silicon Valley. And then the travel and just the endless amounts of BS that just continue to happen. And I didn't have that extensive network where I could push or ask for that branch of another woman to please help because I never saw another woman like me. And if I did... It was really cold, cold, cold. And when you're in there and you're the only woman, it's really hard to say, I'm going to help you because there is competitiveness. So I just said, you know what? I think it's time for me to help those that are coming through, which I saw. And I have to tell you that I am not knocking Silicon Valley or saying that the women there are bitches It's a real thing, though. It is a real thing. But we have to be there. We represent so much of the user, of the platform, of the search, and things that are happening. But yet we're not on those teams. And this is the equity we need. We need to be hired. So when I say the contract worker gets hired through third parties, they take a percentage of the wage that you negotiate going in. You do not get to negotiate that wage. But the golden carrot is if you go in, there's a possibility you'll get hired or your contract will get extended for a year. Now, by law, these companies cannot hire you past 18 months. So after 18 months, you have to go on a six-month hiatus and hope that they hire you back as a contract worker. And they say, oh, these are just for temporary projects, for someone's on maternity leave, or there's someone that is taking a leave of absence and we need you to cover this project. No, I have met Latinas there that are on the same product team as engineers doing the same work who have even done better than the team and could not get hired for positions. And yet they kept telling her, you'll get hired. You'll get hired. We have a budget. You're telling me that a multi-billion dollar company that keeps hiring contract workers for cheap, that keeps recycling through the same people for the same position cannot hire a person of color that's doing a great job for that position. Why is that? We have to ask these questions. Why? Because they want to inflate their stock price. If you look at Google, Apple, and Amazon, why is it in the $1,000 range? Because when you have 50% of your workforce that's contract workers that do not get any of the benefits or stock options... The people that get the hiring stock, that get the the founders and everybody that's there, they get all the money. So where do we get to start to build the wealth distribution? We don't. 
Even if we're treated, we get sexually harassed, we cannot go to them through the HR. We have to go through our third-party HR, which then liaisons to the company's HR, but they can't access our records because they're on the company's platforms. So do you see how it's set up for us not to win? I hope people understand that, and that's the lack of equity we have in tech. So I can go on and on and on about these scenarios, but there's proof. I was at Facebook when the gentleman that put out the big splash that says Facebook has a problem with black people. This was in 2018. And he wrote a letter. I was there. I saw it on the platform about what was really going on. And that went for a lot of black people at Facebook, right? And when you're at Facebook, you can see the inequity of who's who in what job. I would tell you everybody in the kitchens that were doing the janitorial work, that were doing the landscaping, all Latinos. And the black people that were our brothers and sisters working there, they were like one person on an entire team, if that. And Latinos the same way. At Google, it was the same way. You know, they have these ERGs, right, which are employee resource groups, which are supposed to help you. And you can talk to the people that are employed there to say, hey, how can we work together so that we can get employed? Or what are some positions or teams? You know, you network, right? You know, it rarely happened. So I understand why you want to hold that job. If you're a person of color, you don't want to open your mouth. You don't want to make waves. You don't want to say anything, especially if you're in a higher level, because this is where you gain your foothold. Well, we have to stop that. This is the time. There is a huge movement right now for people of color to not stay quiet about inequality and equity, why we don't own anything, why we can't build our communities. Now with COVID-19, the equity for us has gone back. There is 50% of Latin-owned businesses that will not recover from this pandemic. And then you talk about how we want to get into these jobs Google just furloughed 2,000 contract workers. And I bet you a lot of them were people of color. But 2,000 contract workers, I mean, you know, to me, to hire 2,000 workers for Google is like a toilet paper accounting error in my mind, okay? Same thing with Amazon. Why can't they hire more people in their warehouses? They treat them with low wages and less benefits, okay? And that's how they make their money. And who's at the top? All you have to do is look at the leadership. Look at the leadership. So when they say there is a systemic problem in our society, it also lives within corporate America. I'm just going to say it. I've been wanting to say it for a long time. They are not there to really build the bridge. They say they want to. But they're not. They don't release their numbers for people of color and how many they hired. You know, I have been to many events in the Bay Area where they host hiring Latinos and people of color events for tech and engineering. And I see hundreds of people that are in tech, but they're contract workers or they're trying to get in. So this false story that 
there's not enough people. And we all know that's fake. The pipeline, you know, issue is bullshit. This is a problem. It comes down to hiring bias. Or maybe we ask for too much money. Why? I know when I go into my job interviews in the past, I ask for all the money I can get. And they say that's outside our budget. Why? Why is it outside your budget? When I've researched the market, I've seen what a 10-year veteran makes with bonuses and comps. And I have more experience and I am asking for too much money as a Latina in tech? I'm telling you, I have been blown away and I have had hundreds of interviews where they said that's outside of our budget. I don't believe that for one goddamn second. And maybe it's because, you know, they know if I ask for that, I'm going to ask for more. And why not ask for more? You worked your ass off. You built that ladder to get to where you were for that interview. You probably did so much work. You worked two jobs. You had to go to school at night. That's what I did. And if you didn't, well, you got in because of a friend. And that's okay, too. Any way you can get in there, you need to know your worth and don't lowball. Go high. And that's one thing I'm going to say is part of your equity. Know your worth when you go in there. When I was at Facebook, I asked a lot of questions like why certain people got things and other people didn't. And, you know, I'm of that age and, you know, I've been through the business where I felt I can ask that. But, you know, Facebook also put out a statement that they're going to work harder to increase the number of black employees, you know, up to 4% or more. And this was in 2018, right? And there's just 1% of technical roles that are held by, you know, the black community or 2% of leadership roles. And black women and Hispanic women, Latinas, are even less. So, you know, culturally, there have been issues And when we look at what's happening in society today and we ask, why are people so pissed? Why is everybody protesting on tech campuses? I don't want any of this to get sideswiped that these conversations were not happening back in 2014, 2016 and 2018 on the biggest global wealth platforms in the entire world. That we were asking for our share. Where is our share? But, you know, the chief operating officer at Facebook, she says the improvements have to start with education. You know, we have to fix the numbers underrepresented communities so that we can fix it and have education. Well, then put your money where your mouth is. Richmond community out here, North Richmond is a community that is suffering. How do I know that? Because I am on a board, it's called the Calculus Roundtable, and they work with parents for after-school programs to make sure that they get their math needs met. They have STEM programs so that they can keep them going into high school and beyond to get that math education that is so important in technology. Yes, we get some funding from Google or we get an office space. But you know, Cheryl and Mark and everybody else in tech, if you really want to help us out, go rebuild that school out there. Go rebuild the schools out in Richmond. Because I'll tell you right now, Kennedy High and Richmond High, they look like prisons. 
and I've been there, and they haven't had any rebuilding since, I believe, 1979. So let's put the money where the mouth is on that because there's a whole pool of kids, 40,000 strong, out here in West Contra Costa District that you can invest in in your own backyard. And that's not happening. East Palo Alto, same thing. So let's call a spade a spade. Do you want us to own anything? I mean, let's look at it. I mean, we're talking about systemic racism and oppression, not just in the society, but it also seeps into corporate America. Let's call it what it is. And, you know, we can fix it. I'm not saying we can't fix it. But you have to understand that we want and we can enhance your products and services. And having economic wealth is going to allow us to keep building a stronger United States. How did we get so divided? That's what I want to understand. Is it because you didn't want us to live in your neighborhoods? Is it because you didn't want us to go or have our kids go to those private schools? Because I did some history research and I looked back into the systemic oppression and and how, you know, African-American inequalities in the United States, which is a Harvard Business School paper that's out, anybody can research it, and how it has been systemically put in place since the Civil War and the reconstruction, right, of segregation, and how it seeps into the banking industry. So when you talk about inequity and how we want equity to work, to have financial gains, and to also be recognized in the federal financial system, you're not doing that. And that goes hand in hand with corporate America because they lobby for bills and legislation to make their tax breaks happen. So this is something I want us to understand is that the banking system through the federal government is not supporting communities. They're predatory towards us when they want to be But during the CARES Act, which I just released a podcast on, that talks about how the stimulus bill that came out, the CARES Act, under the payroll protection plan, was not designed for us. So how can we get our footing back? If we're out of jobs, we're furloughed, we don't get our contracts renewed as contract workers just to get our foot in the door with no benefits— And we can't get into the financial system to get a house because the banking system is set up for loans that are redlined and have moved us out of communities. We get loans, if we do, at higher interest rates or we're discriminated against. Yes, yes, there's a law in there that says no discrimination. But have you looked at any of the community redlining areas of people that have taken out loans on their houses And when they foreclose, it's mostly people of color because their interest rates are so low or that they're going to lose a job. So there's so many books out there that you can read about this, but I'm just touching on the surface. And equity is what we're asking for. Now, what's the difference between equity and equality? Well, equality is everybody gets the same thing. So it's like everybody gets a box, right, to step on, to pick an apple, right? You get a box, I get a box, and we can all pick an apple from the tree. But you know what? I'm short and everyone else is tall. And the other person, maybe they don't have an arm and they can't pick the apple. How do we 
put more availability and equity so that everybody can pick an apple. You put more boxes, you give them an arm, you give them the things they need to succeed in society. That's the difference. And when you give communities of color nothing but a box and we have all these things against us, it's a reason why you see everything happening today. And let me tell you, there is so much more that we can learn from this pandemic and from these protests. And George Floyd was just the spark. This happened for us to all come together and God bless him. And he is the man that is going to live forever in our minds. And he's the person that is bringing this reality to us. And we saw it. We all saw it. And so when we talk about inequality and equity and how we can build that, all you have to do is hire us. All you have to do is give us a living wage. All you have to do is give us benefits. It's as simple. People know what to do. They just don't want to do it. And again, why? Why don't they want to do it? This is the burning question. Kimberly Jones had that question. I have that question. I asked why all the time, you know, when I was in tech. And a lot of people don't like that. But I don't give a shit. Because we need to ask those big questions. We need to push the envelope. We need to push those buttons, right? So I just want to end this by saying the equity system for us needs to be on parity. There is so little of us that just want that because we all have different goals. We all have different aspirations and commitments to our family. But when we say, hey, look, we just want a fair shot. Why don't you try hiring me and see what I can contribute to the team? I come from Cal State East Bay. Sorry I didn't go to Northwestern or Brown, but I know my stuff. I have a computer engineering degree. I got a master in computer science. That's not me. I just know someone that is. And she can't get a job. And she's a Latina because she went to Cal State East Bay. She gets jobs here and there, but she can't get hired as a full-time worker. Now, you tell me what's wrong with that. She invested in her future. She invested in her education. And she still is waiting for that door to open. So I see you. And I started my business to help people understand that this is a system-wide problem. And it is your absolute right to be in these companies. And you should demand it. Hold people accountable. Why can't they hire us all? Because there's only one job? Well, why is that? Are you advocating for more jobs to be open? Can you ask for that? You probably can't because it's above your pay grade. In fact, I had a conversation with one of the directors of HR at Facebook. I had that exact conversation with her and she said, it's above my pay grade. So there you have it. So I want people to hold these companies accountable and to ask for that. Because let me put this scenario in your head as I close out. And we're talking about equity. Equity for people of color. Equity in your business. Equity for knowing your worth. Okay? The commissioner of the NFL just made the biggest apology in the entire world about black people and racism. 
Why? Because they got rid of Colin Kaepernick because he took a knee for police brutality. This is 2016, people. He took a knee and stood up and sacrificed everything to speak out for people of color. And they got rid of him. And the president called them sons of bitches. Now, 75% of the NFL are black people. So let's do the math. It's really not that hard with all the protests and COVID-19 that's happening and all the systemic racism that's happening. He apologized because if 75% of your workforce says, goodbye, F you, I'm out of here, we're going to start our own league or we're just not going to play until you meet our terms, having equity or ownership in the NFL. Do you know how much money they would lose? Billions of dollars, billions and billions of dollars. That's why he came back to eat crow and say, I'm sorry, we didn't know we were wrong. They knew they were wrong. They knew it from the beginning. And I want to see Colin Kaepernick come back to the NFL and help him get back on a team. And I know those brothers are going to come together and they're going to ask for what they deserve. They made an example of Colin Kaepernick that if they rose up, they were going to get the same thing. Where does that come from? You know where it comes from. It comes from the past, way back 400 years ago. I don't even have to get into it. But that's why he apologized. Because if you lose 75% of your workforce, you are done. And he didn't want that. He wants to make friends now. And so now the people of color in that arena have power. So get your equity, understand your worth, organize, make sure you can develop teams and you can ask for what you want in a manner that you know you have power in an economic fashion. We have a lot of economic power as people of color in our pockets and how we spend our money. And if we're smart about it, which I think we can be, we can rebuild our communities faster and we can also invest. And I'm looking forward to that. This is my love letter to you and to corporate America to say, wake up. I miss you. And thanks for breaking my heart. But you gave me the path to find the best in me. Gracias. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to Latinas from the Block to the Boardroom. This was my business mini number three, and this was around equity. And I want us to all understand what equity means for all of us as people of color as we unite through these hard times. Again, please subscribe on all your podcast platforms because we all have to support each other through these difficult times. And that means sharing our information and how we're moving into spaces where we're the least represented. Please visit latinasb2b.com and sign up for my newsletter. Thanks again. Gracias.